Well, good morning. Breakfast with the broker every Tuesday morning. So we usually say 9 a.m., but, you know, sometimes we're a little late. Sometimes we're a little early. Sometimes we're not at all. So welcome us back because uh, it's been a few weeks and it's um, it's been a nice little uh, little break. Uh, I don't know for those that have been following us. Uh, we've been doing this for about five years now. And, uh, you know, we haven't missed many, but uh, the last few, we uh, decided to take a little break and, uh, and come back better than ever. So uh, here we are. Uh, you know, we want to talk about the market and, you know, uh, the real estate market in Boca Raton specifically. You know, when you look at real estate itself, how many people come up to you and say, hey, you know, how's the market? You know, and, and you know, what's your answer? And a lot of times, most people will say, oh, the market's great or the market's bad. Or, you know, uh, some people say, oh, oh, realtors always say the market's great. Well, you know, the market in Boca Raton is, is kind of it's kind of different, right? We're seeing values come down or, or, or prices come down a little bit in certain areas. So those properties that are not upgraded within maybe the last five to seven years, you know, maybe they have an old roof. Maybe they uh, they're backing up to uh, interior canal. I mean, interior uh, uh, roads and such. You know, something that is uh, kind of a maybe a negative feature. Those are staying on the market a lot longer. Uh, we're seeing average days on the market go up two hundred percent in the last six months. You know, so we, we're seeing inventory increase a little bit. Uh, we still have a very very serious uh, problem with inventory especially good inventory. You know, when we're looking at good inventory, what does that mean? That means like properties in prime locations, you know, upgraded, you know, and, and anytime those are coming on the market, uh, those like, you know, multiple offers, same kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, and I would say the most popular price range right now is probably in Boca Raton. You know, um, average sale price is a little over a million um, nowadays, a million one, I think, um, in Boca Raton. So, you know, when you're looking at um, what the property values are and those uh, most popular pricing would be probably somewhere between 700 and 1.2. That's probably the hottest market right now in Boca. Uh, especially when you're, when you're dealing with single family homes. So, you know, it's interesting, you know, you have a lot of Northeast come, you know, a lot of international buyers that come over and when they come over to Boca Raton specifically, they're looking at, um, schools, right. Uh, you know, Boca has one of the, uh, best, uh, rated school districts, uh, in the state. And so when you're looking at, you know, um, everything is an A rated school, uh, people want to be here. Um, you know, especially, you know, families and, 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 and such. So, you know, when you're relocating your family, you're relocating, you know, especially uh, if you have younger kids, you're relocating for schools, you're really relocating for things to do. You know, what's there to do in Boca? Well, there's a lot. I mean, when we're looking at, um, you know, an amphitheater that's going to be transformed into a huge art and um, music uh, um, area, uh, in Meisner Park, uh, we have a downtown Boca air, um, with shops and, and, and restaurants and such. And we have tons of parks. I mean, Sugar Sand Park uh, specifically is one of the um, most amazing parks out there. I mean, you could even uh, race a cheetah um, uh, and see how, see how close you come to uh, racing the cheetah. Um, you know, when you're looking at, uh, you know, just kind of cool little um, 
you know, technology um, that they use uh, in these parks with the science museum and such. Uh, obviously, we have great uh, public beaches and um, and just, you know, amazing uh, amenities uh, throughout Boca Raton. You know, the average sale price, you know, getting back to the real estate market, you know, the average sale price is, uh, you know, is pretty much leveled off in Boca Raton. We're seeing, you know, a lot of properties um, that are, uh, you know, staying on the market only because, uh, you know, the, you know people don't want to do work, right? There's a lot less contractors, a lot less materials. You know, you, you hear horror stories about, you know, having to wait six, eight months, a year to get things done, to redo a kitchen and such. So, you know, we're seeing some of that. You know, as a real estate agent, you know, we serve the community. And we want to make sure that our community is served well. So, you know, there's a great deal of professionalism that goes in the real estate industry. You know, not everyone obviously subscribes to this. Um, Just like uh, in any industry, there are some bad apples. But when we look at the real estate industry as a whole, you know, most people are professionals. You know, they're um, serving the community. They're out there, um, you know, supporting, uh, like we support Children's Miracle Network, helping, you know, um, the uh, the hospitals, the children's hospitals, you know, around the country. So, you know, we, we support um, the JCC. We support, you know, a, a lot of other uh, causes. Um, we support the Realtors Political Action Par- uh, Committee. Um, um, you know, so when you're looking at, um, you know, the realtor party and, and, and all the causes that you, uh, you, you know, you support, well, you're supporting the community and we're building up that community. I mean, look what Boca, you know, I mean, I've been here since I was basically four years old. Look what's, look what Boca's done. It's crazy. It's, it's gone from, you know, a, uh, you know, a nothing really city to a, a thriving, you know, almost metropolis. Uh, you know, when we're looking at it. So um, it's certainly on the map. It's on an international map even. And, and, uh, and, you know, it's attracting businesses, you know, um, all around the world. So we're, uh, we're very fortunate um, in, in Boca. You know, and when you look at, you know, what are the main reasons why people are relocating? Well, they're relocating, you know, um, because, things have changed, right? You know, the pandemic certainly has changed a lot of people. And uh, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that have talked about this uh, on their podcast, but, you know, mindset has changed. We were all about, you know, maybe material things, um, you know, pre-COVID, um, that changed. Uh, now we're all about experiences. We're about lifestyle. Uh, we're about, you know, um, living your best life, you know, uh, all these trigger words and trigger phrases come to life, um, certainly after the pandemic, because why it put things in different perspective, right? Th- you know, things that you thought were important aren't, you know, things that, you know, um, that you didn't think were important are. And so um, society as, as a whole has changed and, and you know, and, and Boca is, you know, uh, you know, the, there there were a lot of mask mandates, a lot of uh, restrictions that government um, in certain states and cities and municipalities put on a lot of people. And it, this is not a Democrat Republican thing. This is a fact, right? It's regulations or restrictions um, on the way to do business, and people were tired of it. Uh, I mean, even you look at you know 
you look at China, China's like, you know, a lot of people revolting because of, you know, or trying to, anyway, because of all the restrictions and regulations that they're trying to put back on, uh, uh, you know, for, for COVID and stuff. So, I mean, you look at Florida, Florida was, you know, I mean, we were fortunate and they, uh, they left it open pretty much. And, you know, we, we, um, became a, uh, the, the center of the free zone, if you want to call it. And, and a lot of people came here. I mean, I think we have 22 million people in Florida. That's a lot of people, you know? So, um, you know, what, what does realtors do and what are professionals do? You know, we, uh, so every year in every state, there's a thing called Great American Realtor Days. And what that Great American Realtor Days does is it allows you or basically realtors get together in their state capital and uh, normally the legislature's in session and they meet with their senators and house of representatives, state senators, state house of representatives and um, going over their talking points. So when you look at RPAC, right, Realtor Political Action Committee, you know, we also call it the Realtor Party. 50, we uh, endorse 51% um, Democrat, 49% Republican. So we're basically a bipartisan, well, we are a bipartisan, uh, um, you know, endorsement, you know, uh, committee, I guess you would call it. But, uh, you know, what are our talking points? Like we just went up there in month is this april <laughs> it's crazy time's going by so quickly uh we went <laughs> we went up in march and um you know when we went up there we went up to tallahassee and we discussed well what's the main topic that everyone talks about in 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 florida property insurance right property insurance is a big deal right now um it's extremely expensive especially if you have an old roof or even an older home uh you know some sometimes there's no market for it even um and so when you look at you know the market and and who is you know um you know writing insurance and such uh citizens insurance is the supposedly the uh insurer of last resort for florida um and they have the uh, most aggressive policies right now so they're trying to wean themselves off of that because they have i think 1.3 million policies in the state of florida so when you're looking at um you know property insurance property insurance has gone through the roof i mean uh when i'm uh, i went to go sell my house and i have uh, what is called polybutylene piping uh polybutylene piping was from 19 pretty much 1986 um, they, uh, there was a class action lawsuit, uh, cause the pipes would leak. So there was a manufacturer's problem. Um, but not everyone replaced them. And when I went to go talk to my insurer to say, Hey, I'm going to sell my house. You know, my, I have a 28 year old roof. Is it going to be okay for the prospective purchaser to get insurance? And he said, uh, yeah, the 28 year old roof's not the issue. You're polybutylene. We have no market for it. So that means I had to replace the entire plumbing in my entire house uh, in order to sell my house. So, um, you know, fortunately, you know, we were able to do that, but not everyone is able to do that. So uh, we talked to our legislatures about uh, some kind of short term insurance um, reform. Uh, You know, a lot of people gave some really good um, representative Kelly Skidmore uh, specifically gave a a good uh, uh, solution you know, with a, uh, potentially a state compact, uh, where, you know, maybe you take California, Texas, Arizona, and Florida, 
and and you pull and 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 you know spread the risk or share the risk over um, those states instead of having it you know specific to one state as as national disasters happen you know or, and they're also talking about national insurance so you know we're looking at a, a lot of things uh, the other uh, talking point is condo reform you know uh, we've mandated or um, you know in a lot of places because of Surfside um, you know we we mandate mandated uh, that the condo buildings, anything over three stories had to be fully funded for reserves, which is 10% of your budget. And they had to be funded for your reserve studies. And yet they had to um, have structural engineer reports, uh, you know, so plus, 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 and it's all had to be done by 2025. And it sounds like great, right? You know, you want to keep people safe. What happened? Well, there's not enough structural engineers to even do the, to get out there to all these condo buildings. Remember, I mean, there's hundreds, if not well, actually it's thousands of condo buildings in, in you know, in, um, in Florida. So when you're looking at it, like it, it would be so difficult to, to actually adhere to this deadline of 2025 and condo buildings are, you know, the, their boards are really kind of interpreting their own laws and not really um, speaking to anyone re- regarding, you know, what the uh, what the uh, actual uh, condo reform bill uh, stated. So, you know, uh, we want to see some short term uh, or maybe an extension of such. And I'm sure that will um, probably get done as well, because uh, there, otherwise there will be a lot of condo buildings that are going to go defunct. So um, if you want to look at, you know, the market um, that may get hurt, um, you know, certainly in the next six months to a year, um, I think it's going to be uh, condos. Uh, you're going to have. A lot more condo assessments. Uh, you're going to have uh, significant condo assessments where people are going to be forced to sell because they can't afford to pay the assessment. You know, a forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollar assessment. You know, you know, every year for three years, something like that. I mean, it, it, you know, these are significant um, assessments. So uh, that's that's a sector of the market that we uh, we anticipate. Uh, you know, some kind of um, depreciation. Um, maybe even some foreclosures as well. So when you look at um, the commercial market, uh, commercial market's been so hot for so long, uh, you know, we're seeing some, you know, pullbacks in there as well. So, you know, the real estate market itself in bulk has been pretty good. Um, You know, people are like, oh, you know, is it going to go down? Is it going to go up? Is it going to go sideways? And you just, you know, listen, no one has a crystal bar and no one's going to be able to time the real estate market exactly where it needs to be. However, I will tell you that, you know, there are factors that play into this, right? You know, is, is the area desirable? Is the community desirable? Is the, the house desirable? So, you know, the more exposure and the more people that you open it up to, the more likely you are to have less depreciation, if at all. Um, or, you know, and, and the more likely that you have the most amount of appreciation. So we, uh, so we're, uh, you know, looking at a, a pretty good uh, real estate market. Uh, prognosticators, chief economists have said, you know, looking at uh, the end of 2024 where prices will stabilize, they're going to see a depreciation over the next year or so. And, um, you know, um, but that's, you know, a national chief economist. It's not, you know, specific to, to Boca Del Rey kind of thing. You know, getting back to professionalism and, and realtor, realtors, you know, those real estate agents that are listening and real estate brokers that are listening, you know, it, it is important to get involved in your community and, and have your causes um, heard. 
And it's important to build the relationships with it within your community so that you can help more and more people. And that's what, you know, we, we try to do, um, you know, uh, obviously uh, I own a brokerage, uh, Remax services in East Boca. And, you know, we do a, a really good job in supporting the community. We've been there for, wow. Um, we opened in 98, you know, so we're talking about 25 years. Um, you know, I mean, that's, that, that's pretty cool that we've been uh, in business this long. We've gone through the ups, downs, sideways. Uh, and, you know, we, uh, we have a very successful brokerage because we treat people the, the right way. We treat people with professionalism. We treat people with care, uh, skill, you know, um, diligence. And, uh, and we continue to, you know, to really work through th- issues when we have those issues. So, Anyway, uh, professionalism is a, is a big deal. And, you know, um, the one thing I'll, I'll say is, you know, as we, you know, have, have, have kind of gone through some of the pandemic and, you know, we see, you know, people getting COVID um, frequently now, um, you know, and people not really caring as much, certainly as much as they used to, you know, I think because our mindsets have changed that, you know, we need to remember, actually, we need to remind ourselves what are our priorities. And I think a lot of times we get in our own way and we sabotage our own selves because we get emotional about or we react in an emotional way. And a lot, you, you don't have to, right? So if something comes, you know, we, we place these expectations on things and, and they, they don't meet our expectations or they significantly, you know, are lower than uh, what we expected it to be. Uh, we react in an emotional way, potential anger, frustration, and such. And it's important to really be level-headed. You know, we we subscribe to the uh, the belief, the core belief of you know never let them see you sweat. And um, if you if you really subscribe to that theory, it's you know keeping the emotion not just out of the transaction in a real estate, but keeping the emotion out of personal life too. Right. So. You know, the, the more emotion, the more um, disappointed uh, you may be, the more, you know, um, you know, uh, the more you'll put expectations on things that, um, you know, may disappoint you. So, you know, we try and keep the emotion out of a transaction, but we also try and keep the emotion out of it personally. So when you're talking about, you know, um, reacting in, in, in an emotional way, um, you're only doing a disservice to you and, and such. So. Anyway, the real estate market is thriving here in Boca Raton. Um, we do have an amazing guest next week. Uh, his name is Brian Bowles. He's a top producer. Um, he, he does a, a lot in Delray and Boca, and uh, uh, he, he's uh, sold a lot. Of, he does about seventy million a year, and uh, and we're going to talk to him about um, you know pra- best practices for top producers and such. So I'm over here at Pod Populi in Royal Palm Place. Uh, they have the their second annual um, a, uh, get together, networking uh, anniversary party uh, tonight, and um, I uh, wish them best of luck because uh, they've done a great job over here, and they've uh, ba- basically have increased the podcast subscribership uh, by a lot. In, in Boca Raton, and we uh, we appreciate all that they've done uh, throughout the years, and we uh, 
uh, unfortunately, we won't be there tonight, but uh, uh, we are there uh, rooting them on. And uh, we believe that everyone should have a podcast. Uh, everyone has something to say. People are attracted to your personality and, and get out there and and uh, and really start speaking, uh, you know, speaking what you need to. I mean, making a making a difference and and changing the world is a. Uh, is nice and uh and we uh we subscribe to that as well so uh uh here we are changing the world with breakfast with the broker so thank you very much for listening this is my only my second ever uh uh alone uh podcast solo podcast i guess you'd call it um i you know it's uh, a little bit more difficult and i start to ramble on so uh i'm gonna stop rambling breakfast with the broker every tuesday at 9 a.m thanks so much